When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganello. all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob has a podcast. And now here's the guy who's ready to talk with you about a very weird show that we somehow all got involved with. I am Rob Sistrino. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our uh, first Thursday night episode of A Big Brother 24, slated to be uh, the first eviction episode. And I guess in some ways it was. Uh, but a newsy night all around. Taylor stays. Uh, we uh, get a lot of news about what happened with Paloma and much more to talk about here today at this hour. Great panel uh, with you here once again. First, uh, let's welcome in a man who uh, you'll hear him in the morning uh, when it's Puya Friday, although uh, not a live feed second to report on uh, yet today. Puya Zambichilli is here. Puya, how are you? Rob, it's always an honor to get to come on with my father pod, Rob Sesternino. So thank you so much for having me. Yes. Excited to be here. Yes. Uh, great to have you uh, back here with us, Puya. Of course, uh, coming off of uh, the kickstart to uh hopefully a better married at first sight uh season of course uh the great asia welch is back tonight asia how are you hey rob in a in an unexpected turn of events puya and i are talking about big brother we've never podcasted about big brother before oh, together yeah. a historic night for many reasons <laughs> right oh, yeah <laughs> yes yes okay asia how are you doing I'm doing well. I'm doing well. My my dog Pepper, she turns two on Sunday and we're doing a party at her daycare. <laughs> so I'm so excited. All right. Let's uh, let's circle back to that later on. And of course, <laughs> a man who had an unexpected uh, light day today. Of course, uh, the great Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you tonight? 
I'm very excited, Rob. I'm here with my BB besties. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Besties. Okay. BB besties. uh, More on that. uh, One week from tonight, a new twist around the corner. Uh, Of course, uh, we will have uh, plenty of coverage uh, when we get there. But of course, uh, a wild 24 hours. I tweeted uh, earlier tonight, uh, capping off maybe uh, one of the weirdest 24 hour periods uh, in the history of the show. Uh, the feeds were down uh, for all through the day. Uh, Taryn had a uh, great report, of course, uh, this morning with Jacob Jones. But uh, we got the word uh, last night or everybody else did because I was without Internet for about uh, 14 hours. Hamster Watch had reported uh, that it looked like Paloma was out of the house. Uh, we found out uh, during the episode tonight that was indeed the case. Uh, we don't have a lot of details at this hour. Uh, it was cited as personal reasons in the uh episode into the house uh but we did at least get the uh story tonight uh that she was not doing well uh as uh many people had been reporting over the course of the week um karen your reaction at, at the sour to paloma being out of the house yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, in terms of the Paloma situation, I feel like they did um, better than I expected. And I feel like uh, about as well as uh, they probably could have in the circumstances. I think that um, uh, I mentioned this when I was talking uh, on the stream, but like uh, there was a lot that they could have shown um, that, that Paloma was doing to uh that they could have used to like make fun of her or like make it entertaining like more entertaining or whatever it was they didn't do that uh i felt like they were a lot more respectful they showed some things that seemed concerning and uh and then you know personal reasons i think is all we need to know uh it, you know when it comes to somebody's health uh and the situation that they were in and um, and I also think they made the right call uh, in um, in canceling the eviction as well. So uh, I was actually pretty pleased uh, by the overall uh, handling of the situation. Yeah, I was, too, because, yeah, like you said, there was I mean, hours of different footage. And I was so curious. I knew going into this episode, I was like, I am interested no matter what they show. Just I want to know what from the production's perspective what led to Paloma leaving. Um, And so I was really glad that they handled it the way they did because it was respectful, but it was also, you know, alerting people who haven't been watching the feeds or had no idea where this came from. So I thought it was interesting that they kind of threw it back to, you know, the formation of the alliances that Paloma was in because they had to show, hey, Paloma was being a part of the game, no matter like what we showed the last two episodes, she was gaming. Um, So I think they they did, you know, a decent job. Yeah, I mean, it's a really hard pivot because, you know, uh, this is a show where we get presented, you know, here are a bunch of kooky characters that, you know, and the show like really does lean into, uh, you know, sometimes laughing with the contestants, but sometimes uh, often laughing at the contestants in terms of uh, what we get to see on the TV show. And, you know, it's meant to be a fun show. I think it's definitely like a a difficult like turn when, and I think as many people noted, uh, like at the start of the week, it was like, ha ha ha. Isn't this wacky? Uh, You know, Paloma wants to share the prize money and sort of all sorts of like, okay, she's all over the place. Uh, She's the new Frenchie to, I think by Tuesday, people started to really start to say, okay, well maybe, uh, should we be concerned about 
uh, what's going on. And um, it's interesting. Uh, and I don't know if we'll ever find out, you know, uh, exactly, you know, did Big Brother make the call? Did uh, she want to leave? And, you know, if we'll ever, you know, uh, Paloma will surface on social media uh, and, you know, talk more about uh, her experience at some later date. But that's uh, not anything we're going to know in the near future. Um, so that was the first uh, part of the, the news for today. Uh, we had many uh, interviews by Julie Chen Moonves, who was on a press tour today, which really Big Brother is going to own the news cycle. That's one thing. Nobody can take that away from them. Yeah, it was it the was most a talked lot. about show on television. Puya. Rob, most talked about for sure. Listen, we had no feeds today, right? Zero feeds. Julie Chen said, I'm going to make a trend. Did a couple interviews. My God, did um, these interviews rub a lot of us the wrong way. My God, uh, I see what you did there. I got you, Rob. I got you. It's not my first rodeo. Yeah. Um, Father Rob, God to you, Puya. My apologies. BB Twitter. The phrase BB Twitter was trending today. 93.k tweets I saw today with yeah. that with BB Twitter. That is a lot. That can only tell you what went on in this interview. And uh, quite frankly, uh, I had to read it twice because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, was ma- many different interviews. Uh, Julie did a whole uh, press tour uh, with, of course, uh, the Big Brother Press, uh, with uh, Mike Bloom, Sharon Tharp, uh, E! News, uh, just uh, all over the place. And then there was then articles about the press uh, all over the place uh, here today. And then we finally got to the episode where then we didn't know what was going to happen ultimately with the eviction. but. We actually got it all laid out for us of how this was going to go. Now, first, uh, we found out uh, the details of the backstage boss twist. Uh, Taryn, any surprises in terms of how this was going to ultimately play out for us tonight? Unfortunately not. Um, I think it, it was uh, going to play out in uh, the one of the worst ways that I feared. Um, and... Uh, you know, so, sometimes uh, events conspire to prevent uh, terrible, uh, you know, Are you events conspiring, ruining the game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a terrible idea. It didn't happen. Um, I, I'm glad it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Uh, I hope that they don't decide to try it again in the future because uh, it's not what Big Brother is. It's yeah. not a competition to see who stays. It's a vote. That's the core essence of Big Brother. Yeah. Asia, do you think that this would have been just a one week thing? Do you think that the backstage boss was going to be a multiple weeks and then they ultimately ended up pivoting off of that? That's what I felt. I felt that whoever, because I was thinking it might be a competition and then whoever won would be the backstage boss. But if no one was going to be competing in that, then they were like, how is this going to, how are we going to get another backstage boss? Because we also have to have room for an HOH. So it's just like, you know yeah. what? Scrap it. So I, I'm glad because it spared us, what, three weeks? They're probably going to do it for four yeah, weeks. Because, Puya, going back to the start of the season, that uh, there was like in the press that Julie was doing uh, preseason was like, oh, evictions are going to be totally different. You know, the marketing for the season was like, uh, even the video a couple of weeks ago was like, oh, eviction nights are going to be a lot different now. But what about this whole situation and the way that it unfolded made them decide to retire the backstage boss also? I mean, it's it's different, right? Because like ultimately, I do agree that I felt like there was going to be some kind of mechanism where, okay, we're going to keep the backstage boss in rotation. It, you know, it's BB, Big Brother, backstage boss. Like there was some linkage there, but 
like Taryn has said, like a lot of people have talked about, this is one of those twists where if they did it more than one week, people would game it and it would lead to some wild results because like they said tonight, if everything had gone according to plan, they wouldn't have been voting to evict. They would have been voting to send into the, to the competition. And then the backstage boss sends one person into the competition. Those two had, uh, you know, head on one of them survives. The other goes, and that would have been the mechanism, which would have been not big brother. That's, that's a whole other show. That's a mm-hmm. whole other show. I think ultimately it just became too complicated. I think a lot of people didn't know. I think the, because if it was supposed to be a mechanism for three weeks, right? Tell them what it is then. Why didn't they know for the whole week? Now they're going to know for the rest of it. I feel like what I'm, I'm happy that that's gone now. Um, give me whatever the fests are going to be. They said they're going to be some fests. I will say a lot of people have come on this podcast on the internet and said, I'm not going to call a grown man pooch. If the next fest is BB bestie fest, I don't know <laughs> if I can call it that for a whole week. That is a lot. It's a mouthful. So we'll see. Uh, you call me your bestie all the time. I don't know why you'd be uh, have trouble with that. BB Bestie Fest. Yeah, you, we, Puya, we attend yeah. the BB Bestie Fest every year. Why are you acting too cool for this? Puya, would it help if it was the BB Bestie Festy? Ah. Uh. <laughs> hosted by that's festival. what we sing when we when we skip to the festival. Yeah. How did mm-hmm. you know, Rob? Mm-hmm. How does that song go again, Taryn? BB Bestie Festie. Oh, yeah, right. We're going to the BB Bestie right. Festie. Right. Puya and Taryn. Yeah, it's all, it's all from, sounds familiar. It's now. very catchy. It's very catchy. Bestie Fest. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then um, Julie uh, revealed to us uh, then that we found out that Brittany won the America's vote uh, for who was going to be saved. So I do think uh, kudos to uh, Chuck went up to the internet fans. Uh, This was a a cause that it seemed like that they were uh, campaigning for probably more so than the casual. So uh, it's interesting to see that back and forth. Uh, And ultimately we find out the eviction is called off. And Taylor gets to stay. And what a uh, amazing reaction. Uh, I had to bring a smile to your face to see when Taylor found out she was not going home tonight. Yeah. Emotional episode. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I really wanted them to tell Brittany, if you're going to lay out what it would have been, say what we've been doing all week too and tell Brittany and there was an America's vote. And had we had proceeded with the proceedings today, you would have been saved. How, you know, like that. I, I leave uh, the I vote out of some, it. I don't need the vote, but she, you know how happy Brittany would have been mm-hmm, to yeah. hear that we had voted for her to be saved. She literally thought she was just saved because Paloma left. That's it. Yeah. Now, do you feel like that in any way, is this bad for Brittany in the same way that like with Derek X and the BB box, like, oh, America's favorite. Okay. This guy's got to go. Like, uh, do you think it could hurt Brittany in any way? Given where Brittany's trajectory was in this house, I could very well see them being like, that's another reason we got to like, it solidified our decision. I mean, she could use anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not looking great. So uh, maybe it would be bad, but maybe it would also be good. Exactly. So it'd probably right. uh, I, if I were her, I would take it. But yeah, 50 50 she needs. Yeah. Um, I will say you how many people out there? I know a lot of you out there did this used bogus emails to submit yeah. to vote because yeah. you didn't need to verify. You just needed a blank at blank.com and you could vote. 
And I know a lot of people did that. So to the viewers who got what they wanted, kudos, your votes worked. Unfortunately, they didn't end up mattering and the house will never know. So we move. We have no choice. Yeah. And we still don't know the mechanism, though, that would have required. And tell me if I missed it. But the mechanism that would have. okay, Brittany would have been safe. Had Paloma Mm -hmm. been there. What would the mechanism have been to then determine between Paloma and Alyssa? Yeah, Julie. Well, Julie specifically said the the uh, the cast would vote. The house would vote between Taylor and Terrence. Yes. She didn't say she didn't specify what would uh, be the decision. I would assume, though, that Asia and Pooja are correct, that it would probably be Pooch, because how would two house votes look like? Like, yes. what, would it, what would that look like on a live show? Uh, would they go in and say, OK, I'm voting for Taylor and Paloma? Or would they go twice? Like it, it would just be very messy, I think. Pooch is the backstage boss. Backstage Just boss. I think you give him the call. Yeah, the yeah call. they don't get to vote after the votes have happened. They would have been like, okay, but first, Pooch, stand up, tell us which one of the two you're going to put out, and then they would reveal the votes so that it wouldn't impact the backstage pass thing. Yeah, potentially. Do we have a sense what Pooch would have done in that spot? Like, had had Paloma, uh, then you know, had um, she put herself in a position where that Pooch would have selected her or? Uh, based off of her her past work, he would have selected Alyssa. So between, um, first of all, like Julie said that Brittany was the vote, but you know, if it had been Paloma, would she have said it was Paloma? Or would she have said between Paloma, or sorry, between Brittany and oh, that's interesting. Uh, Alyssa that's interesting. was Brittany. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if Brittany had been available, he definitely would have picked Brittany under all circumstances. Um, I. I would guess that he would also choose Paloma between Paloma and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, he was not the biggest fan of Paloma, especially over the last few days. And um, I think the only way he chooses Alyssa is if he really feels like he knows exactly what's going to happen and he knows that this, he's picking a person to go compete against Taylor and he feels like he needs Alyssa to compete against Taylor. But I still feel like he probably just picks Paloma to be safe. I mean, that's how we did the backstage choice in the first place. So I'm pretty sure Paloma is the person that is chosen. And then, so the uh, interesting thing of this is then we got to see, uh, I guess, presumably that the competition mm. that played out in the backyard would have been the face-off between Taylor and the person yeah. from the backstage. Yeah. And when Taylor went, she went up against Alyssa and smoked Alyssa. Uh, yes. including an amazing save, uh, maybe Taylor's, uh, you know, second best save of the night, uh, <laughs> where she, uh, like pulled herself back up. Uh, it was incredible and ultimately won that comp. So even had Taylor been voted out, uh, as was the plan coming into tonight, Taylor would have stayed tonight in, uh, that circumstance. Cause I don't think that, that there was any way that Paloma was going to beat yeah. Taylor. I think so. And yeah, and, and I was going to come in saying this. I think I, I would go a step further and say, I think if Paloma doesn't leave last night, uh, we have the same result tonight. I think Paloma ends up competing against Taylor, mm-hmm. losing, and then uh, Paloma would have been sent home tonight anyway. Wait, it's final destination. Festination. Festination. I mean, we talked to the, you know, they talked about it this morning. The whole Inception being released yesterday blew my mind. Um 12 years ago, you know, conspiracies abound. Yeah, I think so. I do think, Rob, that what happened here tonight, they reframed it, obviously, after everything that happened. This whole heat one, heat two thing 
this was supposed to be the backstage comp. And then whatever is behind that door was the HOH comp that all they did was, well, we don't need 15 people to do that. We can just make that seven. That way we don't waste this space that we have already put aside for the backstage is what I think happened. I don't know. I think that maybe that door was going to be like, all right, whoever loses the comp, just exit through that door and, and that's it. What do you think? Whoever wins the comp comes through the door to compete with everybody else in the regular HOH comp, right? Ooh, mm-hmm. That I like. That's good TV. They, they come back from backstage. Then now they're, you know, back in the I, I, I don't know the new back. I made the new backstage <laughs> plus, but I'll ultimately throw it all away because they had to, throw the, as Julie told us, they had to rip up the script and ultimately uh, come up with uh, this then very weird episode here where we're going to watch seven heats. This was <laughs> they had all day to come up with a plan and set Asia seven, seven heats of the race. I legit was looking at the clock and I just was like, how? Okay, we're going about a minute. Oh, the Jasmine Terrence heat, that's going a little over a minute. So what's going to happen? You know, then it it dawned on me that we're going to have to wait for the final seven to do (sighs) that competition when we had 30 minutes to work with. And they still ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this is big. Like, uh, we don't really have much of an episode to talk about. Let's just go off on tangents to fill an hour podcast, uh, energy. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, do we need a live eviction on Thursday? I've always been opposed to, uh, the, I mean, not necessarily the liveness of it, but like the everyone one by one goes into vote. It takes forever. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, it really slows things down. Um, so I, I look, I'm fine if they, if they need, if they don't have the ability, they don't have the audience there anyway. I mean, just, mm-hmm. they turn the feeds off anyway, all through the day on Thursday, right? Just take the day and get it right. <laughs> And and I just I need to say this like they also don't know how to operate their cameras for the competitions uh, when it's live Um, like I I can't tell you how frustrated I was watching this because I was actually interested in the competition even all through the seven heats I was having fun with it I'm a fan of American Ninja Warrior I like an obstacle course Um, but I was I was so frustrated unreasonably frustrated by the fact that they couldn't just have one shot of both people on the course. They had to constantly cut to these close-ups where I have no idea what's going or where they are on the course. It's literally so simple. Just one shot with both of them in it. You can see the whole thing. They even had one camera angle that was pretty decent, but they kept cutting away from it, and it was so frustrating. I felt like I was listening to them compete, but through a podcast because it'd be like, (laughs) oh, we see this person, but oh, you fail. You have to go back to the beginning. And I'm like, okay, but but where were they? Okay. (laughs) Did they almost win? I'll never know. At, At least half, if not more of the heats. They'd be in the middle of that first guitar and then it would pan out and, oh, they're on the th- second guitar. They're like, okay, we just skipped a bit. Like, I, I didn't even get to see that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. I mean, this is the competition that started with. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Do we go? Was that a go? The go? I'm not sure. 
Should we go? Are we going? Uh, it's, it's, just like it's, the, it's, it's metaphor for the season. Is yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it's always been an issue, but this is like the just the most basic form of it, where literally all you needed to do was point one camera and leave it, and that would have been miles better than what they did. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's it was so it was so ridiculous. And so again, I'm really starting to wonder if maybe the house was moved and uh, rebuilt on some sort of a burial site uh, this season because uh, we ultimately got to all right. Here comes uh, Jasmine's heat. And uh, uh, that honestly, I, I was like sort of like glazed over at this point. Uh, who was who was Jasmine facing? Terrence. Terrence. Okay. Jasmine versus Terrence. Okay. Uh, and ultimately, Jasmine wins the heat, but goes down hard. Uh, and ultimately, we have to now break away from this because of that Jasmine needs to be carried off of the course. Yeah, with Julie giving a like, uh, uh, we'll be we'll be right back. Yeah, and then just standing there idly, like she's recharging, just staring into space. And it was a very weird five seconds of TV there before they went to commercial. Mm-hmm. Because there was a moment that Julie was second guessing if Jasmine had actually hit the ground. Yes. Like, did she win the heat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that like, oh. made it all the more awkward because she fell and injured herself celebrating. Julie says, You won. And then she goes, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, and then she's like, Oh, wait, now, like, now I can't tell her she might not have won now that she's rolling in pain. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, what, what do we do? And I, I, so we'll, yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. I'll tell you this. Um, I'm a big football guy, yes. uh, aka soccer. Okay. And, you know, with soccer, one of the things people love to diss on it is that when people get fouled, they overact. Okay. So I've watched the footage of Jasmine making it through the wall. The foot may have hit. If you focus on the confetti on the floor, when her foot hits the pad, the confetti goes back up. That wouldn't happen if her foot didn't touch the floor. So she gets there. She makes this landing. She's like, oh, my knee. Oh, my ankle. And like it's on the floor rolling around. Julie, like you said, will not now call it out because it's it's like you're someone's literally you down. You're gonna f- kick him on the down. She flopped. Yeah, I think I think it Thanks was. A, I don't want to get the red card. I don't want to get the red card. So let me just let me just you know. She, know, took, lay down, she, like, do this. she took it very right. far, Puya. Yeah, but right, all serious, this, if her ankle's injured, like I hope her ankle's not like mm-hmm. devastatingly bad. Hopefully, I, ha- I have some counter evidence to this. Yeah, uh, the great Ooh. confetti debate. Um, first of all, because I watched both things. I watched both the foot potentially touching and I watched the, the ankle roll and, and boy, did it roll. Um, so uh, I do not think she was playing it up. Um, I also, I watched the, uh, and I did this on stream, uh, but I went, I close, close up. I zoomed in, zoomed in enhanced, just like on CSI. Brittany zoom in. Um, yeah, I was, I was as close as Brittany can get to a screen. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, it's it's impossible to tell from the from the angle we have because the the camera it's just off frame where her foot goes. Well, Taryn, um, if they had left that one camera angle, Taryn, we would have had right. it. Mm-hmm. We would have had it. Would have been <laughs> Imagine that's but, the only shot they had. <laughs> uh, if you really if you zoom in a lot and you really try to look, um, there are a few things that lead me to believe that she probably did not touch uh, the ground. Um, one is that. Uh, her leg drops about as far as it goes down 
uh, and doesn't continue to go down before the camera pans. So it reaches its lowest point, then the camera pans. It still hasn't gone any lower and she's not touching the ground. Uh, then she comes up. You can see why she stops suddenly if you look at her whole body because she's got one leg and both arms up. You can see that her arms are basically fully extended. She's reached the like uh, pinnacle of like how far down she can even go uh, at that point uh, from her upper body. In terms of the con- the confetti situation, because uh, this seems this is like this is the smoking gun for a lot of people, despite the fact that we haven't seen the foot touch itself. But I would propose to you that you take a bunch of confetti, you put it on the floor. Put your hand down to the floor, but don't touch your hand. Put your hand down to the floor really fast. And what happens? Confetti everywhere. The power of air. Okay. Rob, you need to reinvest some capital into getting one of those ESPN like t- screens where you can marker circles mm-hmm. around the stuff Tell- and we can deep dive this. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if confetti in the air, is it fair? Like, that's my question. <laughs> you know, do we care? Her, yeah. Do you care? Like, do you do you redo? Ultimately, I think they were like, did she touch the floor? Maybe. And then they were like, we do not have time for this. Just roll commercial. Yeah. She wins. We move on. Because they would have had to restart, right? They yeah. wouldn't have given the win to Terrence. They would have just had to restart all over again. And my God, bless his heart. But Terrence just sat at that one guitar for like 45 <laughs> seconds. and was like, yeah, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do this. I'm yeah. not going to jump over this. Asia, it's like the moment in a football game when there's like an injury on the field. And it's like, all right, and no, we've got a person down and it's Jasmine. And then they play like the really like slowed down music of like... Like uh, the NFL on Fox theme song. Like they need then, that for Big Brother. Yeah. And then all of BB t- Twitter stood up because we were just waiting for her to get up. We were showing our respect. And mm-hmm. then we returned from commercial. She's still on the ground. Yes. And we why, returned. Well, why is she, it was one leg or one ankle. Why is she not in the chair? That's how bad, that's how bad it was. Uh, they're like, nobody move her. Uh, but Julie comes back and tells, tells Jasmine this. Jasmine. How are you doing? All right. And we have confirmation that you won. We checked tape, so stay there and celebrate that win. Celebrate? She can't move. I don't know what the, second, what the HOH is, but if Jasmine's ankle is in a bad shape, she's going to be having a tough go of this HOH regardless. Yeah. I, 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 for one, cannot take a full week of Jasmine as HOH. Samesies. If we that would mean we would have to get multiple Jasmine DRs. Period. Yeah, that's uh, that speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. I mean, uh do we could could she get the Christmas scooter? Oh. Is it that bad? Mm, you know what? Get the squeak wheel maybe. sound effect back out. Get get pull it pull it out. Uh, get the scooter. Uh, I mean, is she is she like guaranteed top like five at that point? Top four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, a situation uh to to monitor. Um, we got down to all right. That we're like now we're really running out of time in all of these heats. And then for some reason, I I, I will not. I do not understand this. It was down to all right, Monty. 
and Nicole. But hold on. I know there are only two people left to compete. But Daniel, I still need you to draw to determine who goes to the green lane and who goes to the pink. And we're Why? running out of time. Why? Why do we care? Because of all the people who would be like, oh, rigged, rigged, rigged. (laughs) Do we know how many won from the green side and how many ended up winning from the pink side? Do we have that? Were they identical? Yes. (laughs) But hey, it won't lie. If six people won from the green side, then I'm like, you're onto something. That's a good point. Yeah, we're cutting into the 10 o'clock show. Hold on. Chell in the chat has the real controversy here, which is that the guitars were not synced properly. Mm-hmm. Ooh. One guitar was going at uh, at uh, it, it was it was passing by the platform earlier than the other guitar. So when both Amir, uh, both uh, Nicole and Monty got to the platform, Monty had the had the chance to move on through his guitar before Nicole did because hers hadn't gotten there yet. Mm hmm. So if you had green, you had the advantage. You had the leg up. Well, they both I'm fell off multiple pre- it times. Still, yeah. It's still pretty random because it, yeah. it, it could have been Nicole's that got there first. But they should have been synced, is my <laughs> point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Uh, a wild night. And we're still only <laughs> down to the final seven for HOH. <laughs> Uh, Taryn, any interesting people in or out of the HOH competition going into the final seven? <laughs> any interesting people out of it? In, in or out of it, based in on or, like the it. people well, uh, that we like, we know that at least it will be somebody from. I, I mean, I haven't even like looked at the people that are going to be uh, the potential HOHs. Well, obviously, Taylor being one of seven, uh, you know, having a one in seven chance of winning this HOH is pretty huge for her. I mean, a, a Taylor HOH win would really potentially reshape the entire house, um, at least for her. Um, the, then, obviously, uh, there was some talk about the Monty situation because I saw a lot of people saying it seemed like Monty was throwing uh, because it kind of did like seem like he was throwing. He was really taking his time uh, on the easy parts. Um, but the last we heard from Monty on the feeds was if Taylor somehow stays, I'm gunning for that HOH because she's got to go. Um, and the fact that she had already won her leg, uh, if that were still the case, I would have to imagine he was gunning for it unless knowing that Paloma was gone and there was a high, a much higher chance of Taylor staying. He actually spoke with her and worked something out and maybe didn't feel, uh, as threatened anymore. That's a possibility. Or he really was just trying. Can I say that uh, I was really hoping that Monty and Nicole were going to both just keep falling, and that, that, <laughs> that they, we, they, we were going to end the show with uh, like Julie, like, "All right, we just have we have to leave. That's it. We're out of time." <laughs> Rock and scissors, and then we'll get out I'm of sorry. here quick. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Julie was racing through uh, the announcements at the end of the show. That's how far behind they were on the scale at yeah. the time. I mean, how fun would it be, right? If you're the last year remaining, Julie's like, all right, and we got to hurry because we're running out of time. And then you quickly whisper uh, to my, hey, let's let's make this a cliffhanger. All right. Mm-hmm. Keep it going until she has to end the episode. Then we can try mm-hmm. my ankle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both people go down. So. Yeah. My question to the panel here is that obviously it's very evidently clear to us that this this comp was that backstage comp. So that makes us assume that the HOH comp they've got cooked up was already predetermined. 
And if there was, this was only going to be one heat. If it was one V one, like Taylor versus whoever Paloma or Alyssa and Taylor wins relatively quick minute, minute and a half. We would have known what, who the HOH was tonight. Right. So I have to assume it's a more easier comp than like a whole setup. Well, I don't, I don't know that we would have uh, actually, because obviously we would have had the whole process of the vote um, and Ooh. the decision. And I think we would have ended on Taylor winning. Um, and then I think, uh, especially with the door, like we would have either cliffhangered, like who's going to come through the door. Is it Taylor or is it Paloma? Mm. Or we would have seen her come through the door in the reaction. And then it would have been like, and wait until Sunday to see the new okay. HOH competition. So Taryn, do you think that, uh, that tomorrow <laughs> that the, the feeds will go down and that with it, with their, the HOH competition will take place on in, in that Friday sort of like wild card competition spot? Uh, my my guess is that they're com- that they're doing it right now, yeah, that's um, what I think. and that the feeds will uh, come back up to an HOH winner. The only um, thing that I would that I would say is that it looks like you know that they um, would have to like have a set built for the HOH competition. I think it's behind the door. You think it's yeah. behind the door? Yeah, yeah. that's what Julie said. She said behind those doors, like the, the seven will go through those doors to the HOH comp. But the way it was laid out, it felt like the whole comp setup was the backyard. So maybe they're going to that other space where they do like the other stuff. Because whatever the HOH competition was going to be, it has to eat up 20 minutes of, so like if it's like trivia, like, uh, like you would think that like, oh, the only thing that could, do you think they could drag out a trivia? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for, as, yeah. As long as it's not the golf one where everyone gets one stroke, I feel like they can easily, easily get 20 minutes out of it. It could be the one where they watch a video and then the video is like takes up a lot of the time also. Yeah, there's also a chance that we're going to get DRs about how they felt winning their heats and yeah. stuff. That's definitely We're going to watch get a little it again. <laughs> may, hey, maybe maybe we'll get the angle that they checked on the tapes. Ooh, maybe we'll finally slow-mo. learn oh about confetti God. game. Yeah. Well, Rob, if you don't think they're going to throw sound effects on Monty falling off, Nicole falling Jasmine. off and having to go like they're gonna make those yeah. noises yeah that's never gonna happen yeah. yeah okay for jasmine you better hope it's not a physical uh second part of this hoh <sighs> Oof. <laughs> no do not love that for her no mm-hmm. uh, you think they would allow her to win her heat and then go to the next part knowing it's a physical comp and say uh jasmine due to your ankle you can't compete Asia, what would they do they can't that was <laughs> yeah, that was they, a whole season of christmas yeah <laughs> 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 You're out. <laughs> That's fair. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Should we go back to, to the beginning of the episode and talk through uh, what we saw in the first half hour? Because I do think that there was some interesting things uh, that were going on there. Of course, uh, Juliet really dragged out uh, the events of the night, uh, basically like telling us that there was going to be huge news, but then uh, just like really uh, dragging it out. But based on what else they had, uh, it makes sense. They knew what they were doing. They knew what we wanted to know. And they, and they dragged it. Uh, they, it was in the beginning, 
unprecedented events have occurred mm-hmm. and we will uh, be talking all about them later in the night. And then later in the night, it was like, and later in the night, we will talk. To you. And then finally it came and they were like, so house guests, this is the situation. This is what would have happened in fine detail. So because of this unprecedented situation, we have determined that something has to change. And that change is that it's going to be different than what we had originally planned. And that difference is that Alyssa and Brittany, you two are safe. And okay, because of all the changes, okay, also... There's another change, okay. which is that yeah. Taylor and Terrence, you are also safe. Okay. <laughs> you guys really let me play that whole thing out. But you know, yeah. Taren, they dragged stuff out and dragged stuff out, and then at the end of the day they ran out of time. So that's, yeah. that's what they get. <laughs> yeah. Um uh. So uh, some interesting things, especially uh, from uh, Taylor's perspective of uh, then after the veto ceremony where we got the diary rooms from Taylor uh, this week of her sort of putting together the pieces of uh, what was going on. And um, that for Taylor, we got to see uh, at least uh, like what the uh, campaign looked like from her perspective, but also trying to figure out exactly uh, how she ended up in this predicament. It was really nice seeing her uh, DR after her conversation with Paloma, because in that moment, it felt like, oh, man, Taylor's going to think Paloma's the only one that was on her side in this moment because she was so I mean, Taylor is just a sweetheart. And so, you know, her, oh, I love you, Paloma. Like, it it just came off as if, like, yeah, she genuinely was happy to have that. But then to see her say, well, wait a second. And the DR was like, okay, thank you. Yes, that's what I wanted to hear. She knew to be suspicious of that. Um, So I was, uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, tough week for Taylor. Oh, I felt for her. Mm -hmm. And... We also got to see, uh, you know, Paloma's reaction to all of this. And again, you know, it's really hard to, you know, uh, come on and talk about, uh, you know, anything with Paloma at this point, because we know ultimately uh, how the story ends for her after at, at the end of this week. And we don't know if she had been having uh, effects uh, from uh, whatever she was going through this whole time or if it really started to escalate as the week went on. Uh, but, you know, she is crying there and, you know, basically, uh, you know, talking about how, you know, the, the, how terrible she feels about this predicament uh, for Taylor when, you know, she really was uh, like the leading reason why Taylor ends up in this predicament. Yeah. And it was it was a dramatic shift uh, from like pre veto to post veto. Um, and I think you even see it in the episode a bit. Uh, that, um, you know, there's, there's a change in, uh, in the Paloma that you saw in, you know, before the veto and the Paloma you saw after the veto. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, Booyah, I thought it was also uh, very interesting that uh, Taylor really clocks Paloma of that, like, uh, this is off what's going on here. Like, uh, this, this is, like, very strange. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's not difficult, given that we watched the feeds as well this past week. 
Paloma really did play jump rope, right? One day it was this, one day it was this, one hour is this, one hour is this. And like it kept going back and forth a lot. So Taylor having uh, recognized that was great. Um, and like Asia mentioned, it was nice to hear her talk about all this in the DR as well. There was that one scene, the specifically, and I'm only going to call it by the Buddha scene because that's what I like sticks out immediately. Yeah. That is a scene that we talked about this right before we got on that none of us saw on feeds. So I'm like, very curious, but then Liana was like, she was wearing the same outfit as the, as the Renom day. Like, when was this? Because we didn't, I didn't see this before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was from that same day. That's also the same day, obviously, where, um, uh, Paloma had, you know, been very emotional with Taylor and was crying with Taylor. So it was a lot. It really was a lot. Um, but I was baffled by that scene. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a lot. Yeah. That comes in the episode. And again, uh, stop me if this was like, presented out of order but uh it comes after so then uh taylor talks to monty about uh what's going on Mm. and he sort of like explains like oh i guess it was like a misunderstanding of like uh if that's if that's what happened and then we see a second conversation with taylor and paloma and uh paloma is uh saying that basically taylor wants to just sort of like uh talk about things and paloma's like hey look i don't even give uh a, a you know what I, I, you know, I don't even want to hear it. I would rather go to sleep uh, than hear what you have to say. And Taylor's like, like, excuse me. And she's like, oh, is that rude? Is that rude that I uh, said that? Am I being? Is that? Am I being rude? Um, and it's like a little, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're being yeah. pretty rude. It was very pretty rude. Uh, couldn't even imagine if somebody told me that they'd rather uh, go to sleep than uh, hear what. I, although I, I think a lot of people do go to sleep listening to the podcast. To be fair, uh, <laughs> but you know, they're not rude about it. Yeah, but they're not, it's not putting them to sleep, right? They're, they want to, I had this debate with Liana where I had once told her that, yeah, I was listening to your podcast and like, I went to bed, so I'm going to finish it this morning. She was like, that's pretty rude. And I genuinely was like, no, no, no. I wanted to listen to it so bad that even though I was tired, I was listening. I happened to fall asleep. You weren't like, I I would rather go to sleep than hear Liana tell this story. No, no. (laughs) See, that's what she said. That is not what I was saying. Um, I was tired. The the fatigue kicked in. The podcast was on point. I just (laughs) wanted to listen to it. I didn't want to wait. I'm with you, Puya. Podcasts were basically designed to uh, listen to while falling asleep. That's that's my opinion. (laughs) I have never listened to a podcast. While you're sleeping. doing it wrong because i just know that i'm gonna go to sleep listen yeah. sometimes put time for you have music. a sleep timer uh you listen and then you slowly drift off as you're being uh you know uh, uh spoken to by uh by your best podcast friends see <laughs> great sleep the worst smart. part your, your podcast yeah, I, besties yeah the no, worst part I is you're not up. gonna you're not gonna know where to go back to though no you just you just get it's a, you know sleep timer at like uh 15 to 20 minutes and then it's not that much you just go back a bit oh i've, I've heard this part skip forward a little bit boom easy i couldn't I, i'd have to put on a podcast i didn't want to hear uh, if it was like a podcast that i didn't <laughs> That, that would help me go to sleep, but I would get I, I get too engaged. Would wake me up uh, more. <laughs> People in the chat say, I'm doing it right now. Doing it right now. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Hope Good night. that pillow yeah. is nice and soft. Hope mm-hmm. you're, you know, nice and cozy. Yeah. yeah. A total aside, it, it happens a lot. And then we also hear from people who then said that and then they dream, have dreams where we're in the dreams from uh, <laughs> listening to the podcast. So uh, I know a lot of people uh, do uh, do it. I just I just don't happen to be one of those people. Um, I, I, I have once had a dream that I was podcasting and had fallen asleep and I woke up and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, hope that I never once, happens. No, I had once dreamt that I had overslept for the live feed update and then I woke up in a panic and it was <laughs> 9 a.m. and I was fine. 
Um, so mm-hmm. those are the worst ones where you really think that you're screwed, but then you're not. So uh, I have those sometimes. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. The, the, those are all simulations, Puya. It's not. It's not. It's not really happening. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm happy. Okay. Um, we also then uh, got into uh, uh, something that I didn't really think that we would uh, explore t- on on such a busy night, but uh, the girls' girls are branching out. Uh, we got to see uh, the formation of uh, the um, unnamed uh, alliance in the episode. Once it's like TV name, Taryn, it's official. Yes. Uh, so. I think the reason they're doing this is because they just went, they spent two episodes really solidifying the girls, girls Alliance, right? Uh, the problem is that, uh, the girls, girls Alliance is all but dead at this point. Uh, the real, the real deal is this other Alliance that they just showed, uh, which was named Mamba. Uh, but, uh, they, they told the house guests that they were not allowed to name it Mamba. Uh, because of uh, trademark copyright reasons. Mm-hmm. And so instead, they are temporarily calling it the Bleep Alliance, or as I like to affectionately call it, the Alliance. Yeah. Uh, Couldn't they have gone I, with Mambo? Like, mom, uh, <laughs> Mambo number six? Uh, that's such a good name, but I wouldn't have wanted it for them, you know? That would have mm-hmm. made me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't deserve it. Yeah, a little bit of HOH in my ride. A little, a little bit, bit of Paloma. What yeah. I see, yeah, that would have been sick. No, I guess you could say the Girls Girls Alliance is now the Gone Girls Girls Alliance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was awful. I regret everything. <laughs> I, I, I really uh, love the delivery, though. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't have my sunglasses here, so I was like, yeah. if you weren't watching the video, you you missed you missed the best part. <laughs> yeah, you went CSI Miami on us. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have the sound effect either. That's two fine. separate CSI references in one podcast about <laughs> Big Brother. Yeah, what is this? Twenty twelve? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, so, all right. So the girls, girls are branching out, uh, and we got to see the first version of the girl of, uh, the, uh, new alliance, uh, that had pooch in it. Um, and, you know, I had heard this story, uh, from the live feed updates, Taryn, about how, uh, you know, okay, do you know that Paloma, she, uh, what a baller move. She like, uh, took pooch out of the alliance. Has pooch asked about this alliance after, uh, it came up and then they just mo- uh, like, sort of like just moved on without him. They started a new f- group text that he wasn't in. No. And this happens a lot, actually, that, uh, these kinds of things happen because the thing is that you do have a lot of potential alliances brought up in week one that then people don't follow up on. And then it's like too awkward to bring up ever again. Right. Like nobody ever says like, I remember when we were going to, it's like, no, it's too awkward. Like we didn't follow up on it. We both know that we didn't follow up on it. So uh, the problem is that's how Pooch sees it. The reality is they ghosted him. Mm hmm. Yeah, big time. And it's going to be interesting if we ever do get a name for this alliance, because Paloma was a pretty important piece of this alliance and did a lot of the moving and shaking for it. So do they stay together? Do they add a new person? Do they does it work now? We'll see. (laughs) Right. Who they they do. They just pick a random. They're like, oh, we lost since they want to be so focused on the girls and the guys. Oh, we lost the girl. Let's bring in another girl. Do they do Jasmine now that she might be in a scooter? You yeah. Know? Who knows? Yeah. 
Oh, I, I, I can speculate that, uh, so Michael and, um, Kyle had specifically talked about like, Hey, if we lose Paloma, the five of us are strong. We can continue. We've got a great bond. The five of us can work together. Uh, Mambo number fine. five. So it might just be a five person thing. If they do decide to bring in an extra number, the other person they were considering bringing in when they brought Michael in was Joseph. Um, however, that would be four guys and two women. So if they were to replace Paloma with a woman, it would probably be Jasmine. Okay. Yeah, I don't love either outcome. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. <laughs> okay. Um, no. We got to see where Michael uh, gets brought in. Uh, he's a little wary, uh, but he says, okay, sure. Um, this is then when we get the return of talking about the backstage uh, stuff where, okay, Brittany goes to Pooch. Okay. And again, kind of a savvy read that she says, okay, well, maybe uh, the backstage boss is going to have something to do with who ends up safe. And so let me suck up to the backstage boss so that I can uh, tell him uh, about I heard Amira mention his name. Plot twist. uh, Pooch goes back and tells Amira uh, that Brittany was throwing her name around uh, and um, Amira and Jasmine are going to uh, interrogate Brittany, who swears on everything. She did not do this. Yeah. This is uh, this was not great. Uh, you could even you could tell even from the edited version of this just how not into the conversation Pooch was, and it's still wild to me that like, despite having plenty of vision uh, to see Pooch in that spot, uh, she was not able to see that he didn't care for the conversation. She still dropped that info, um, and it was immediately leaked. And they they really they left out my favorite part of the interrogation, which was even before. Amira said anything about like I've heard a rumor floating around uh Brittany just volunteering like well I just feel like you know what what if what if the guys like say Pooch started saying some things about us one of us women like lying and trying to make us not trust each other like saying that maybe we threw one of each other under the bus like I wouldn't want anyone to believe something like that if it happened if that was going to happen uh like really really just like uh, gave away the game Hmm. Yeah, she couldn't have read that room if she had Puya's glasses. <laughs> she- <laughs> These are blue light glasses, so she couldn't read with them if she needed glasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just felt like it was way too early in the week. She panicked, like she freaked just because they mentioned it in the veto meeting, and she felt like she had to yeah. do something. In that we had you. We got you. <laughs> you didn't need to worry. We had well, your you'll bag. never know now. She'll never know. She'll never <laughs> For three know. Months. She'll never know. Okay. Um, so uh, Brittany uh, knew she was in a bad spot. Uh, Amira was uh, gunning for her. Okay, so we come back and then ultimately we get into all of the business uh, with Paloma. Taryn, was there anything that you were surprised that we saw or didn't see here from the Paloma segment? Not really. Um, I think that, uh, again, I think it was about as uh, respectful as they could be of the situation. Um, I, we saw what uh, I had talked about the other day, which was that uh, things really started to turn when uh, Turner um, kind of like noticed that something seemed to be wrong. He spoke to Joseph about it. They both talked to Alyssa about it. And it really started spreading around the house that like, maybe we should be really concerned about this situation. Um, and then from there, uh, she did just kind of uh, vanish from the feeds for a while and then obviously entered the diary room, never really came out. So, uh, yeah. it, you know, that was about 
what it was. So it sounds like the feeds went out around the time of uh, the episode last night. Had had um, she already been off the feeds for a while during the day on Wednesday? She basically hadn't been on feeds all day. I mean, you might have caught some glimpses of her, but uh, they weren't really showing her conversations or anything like that. And she was kind of in and out of the diary room a lot uh, and spent a, a long time in the diary room before ultimately uh, we saw the feeds go down. So do you feel like, and I know it's hard to tell, uh, that the feeds went down when uh, around the time that Daniel was coming back with the news that she was gone? Or do you think that they might have been uh, down for a while before they made that call? Uh, that's a good question. I don't recall if Daniel had been in the diary room at the time of the feeds going down. That's something I could probably check. Um, but I can't imagine it was too much longer after uh, the feeds went down that they read that out. Um, yeah. Just because, uh, you know, they they were all like up. Nobody was like dressed for bed or anything. So like, um, you know, I, I think it was probably around that time. Yeah, yeah they were gathered in like the bathroom and they ran mm-hmm. from the bathroom and he came out. Yeah, because last night feeds went on to pet cam around 11 and then maybe an hour and a half in or somewhere in like the first 90 minutes is when we got the news over right, on Twitter. That's true, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I could see it being a little bit longer before Daniel went in there. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on on Paloma here uh, as uh, very suddenly uh, she is out of this uh, Big Brother game where she was really at the center of everything for the past week? Yeah, I mean, she was running the game uh, those first you know, three to four days um, that this Mamba Alliance was her creation. She's the one and they really kind of downplayed this uh, in the edit, I assume, because she was about to leave. Um, but she is the one that really pushed for this to happen. She is the one that kicked Pooch out, that brought Michael in. Um, she obviously also was a huge part of creating the girls' girls. She also had a lot, a lot of other alliances. Uh, and uh, everybody really loved her in the house until uh, things started to turn and they got a little concerned. Um, but prior to that moment, she was really in an interesting spot. And, you know, obviously we were all talking about like, how long can this last? I don't know that it would have. Um, but, uh, but I do think that this situation certainly caused it to, uh, fizzle out a lot faster than it otherwise would have. Um, I think that she definitely was in, on pace to have, uh, like a, a really interesting run strategically in the, in the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mental health is very important. Um, I also don't want it to be lost that when she was, being very strategic and was well rested at the very beginning of the game, the things that were said about Taylor, the things that were done to Taylor. So, yes. you know, I know a lot of people on Twitter did talk about like, when is production going to do something? Like things are getting concerning, like do step in, step in production stepped in. And now, you know, Paloma is getting the help that she needed after, you know, explaining to us, you know, anxiety and no, lack of sleep. So, um, I'm glad that, you know, she was pulled from the game so that she can get some help. And then, uh, you know, they were, were moving forward. Yeah. Um, another uh, somewhat 
interesting part of this week uh, that ultimately happened also uh, that we had gotten some uh, scheduling uh, that, okay, Big Brother Exit mm. Press was going to be on Fridays, uh, of course, uh, as it normally is. Uh, we were set up. Uh, we'll have uh, B- Big Brother 24 Exit Press uh, once again uh, this season. Uh, we got word that the Exit Press was actually being pushed back from Friday to, t- to Tuesday. I don't think that anybody ever really uh, got a sense of why that was going to be. Um, but uh, of course, then uh, we uh, are assuming that there will not be any exit press uh, with Taylor. So we will wait a week before we have exit press uh, with the uh, next person to come out of the house uh, back in its normal spot on Friday. Yeah, I, I, I guess at this point, it was probably just a coincidence that uh, the scheduling was to Tuesday. I, I don't think that they were like, well, because we know Paloma's leaving, we'll, because I don't, because I, I agree, I don't think we're talking to Paloma on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, probably just a, a coincidence there, but uh, it definitely is a little it's, strange. It's, it's interesting because um, that with Survivor, sometimes they obviously they know the person who's going to be uh, voted off uh, that it might be like, OK, oh, this person has a thing on this day or this person has a flight on this day. So, OK, we're going to move things around, but not knowing who it would have been uh, based on a competition. Uh, it did seem odd that they moved it, uh, that they were moving it. But, um, you know, it might be just uh, one of those mysteries that we never uh, get to know. Yeah. OK. Um, from a scheduling standpoint on our end. Uh, Friday morning, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, Taryn and Puya will be back uh, with the live feed update. Maybe we'll have an HOH, uh, a lot to talk about, uh, for sure. Uh, for the Patrons of the podcast, Taryn and I will be, uh, back with the, uh, BBQ and a, that's our patron only show where we take your questions and talk about, uh, everything that's going on. We'll be doing that at, uh, 3 PM Eastern on Fridays. Uh, so, uh, be on the lookout for that. And if you want to uh, join us, of course, robswebsitecom slash patron. Should we take some questions from uh, the listeners of RHAP tonight? Let's do it. Okay, Let's. of course, robswebsitecom slash questions is the link if you want to send us questions for any of the live shows. Uh, Julie's Awkward Pause asks, uh, which was the most messed up twist, backstage or Jasmine's ankle? Oh, oh yeah, yeah put the glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. All right. What else we got? All right. Heather P says, if Taylor doesn't win HOH, do you think her and Terrence uh, will be not? Well, I think it would very much uh, depend on who the HOH is. But I guess let's just explore what is the likelihood Taylor goes back on the block this week. All right. I think we can look at who is still competing um, and we have to base this on the last time we saw them again. If, if Monty has like made a deal with Taylor or something like that uh, since the feeds have gone down then that could change things. But I do think that Jasmine would probably target Taylor. I think Monty would target Taylor. Um, Kyle, I don't think would necessarily be inclined to target Taylor himself, but through the influence of Monty might end up doing it. Uh, Again, for fear of uh, her coming for Monty, potentially. Um, let's see. Uh, who did Joseph. it? Amira? Uh, Joseph. Um, he gets influenced by Monty, right? Yeah, he probably also, again, Monty has a lot of influence here. So Joseph would also, if Monty is still gunning for Taylor, would also probably go in that direction. Um, again, though, wouldn't really, I think, be personally inclined to go in that direction. No. But if Monty influences him, 
Um, and then uh, was it was it Amira? Did Amira win uh, Amira a leg beat, as well? Um, Brittany, yeah. yeah. Yes. So Amira um, goes Brittany is a little more interesting because there's Brittany as a target. There's Pooch as a target that she's discussed. Um, she Taylor would still be an option for her. Uh, she's never been the biggest fan of Taylor, but I don't know if she's like at the top of the list there. So that could be interesting. And then Michael, uh, also an interesting option here. Um, I think he would be inclined to go for Pooch uh, yeah. for sure. Um, but again, influence of the Mamba Bleep Alliance. If Monty is really trying to push, you never really know. Uh, but uh, I think there are some options there for her to be okay. And again, there may have been more that happened while the feeds were down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot more room for things to have changed while the feeds were down since they did not have to practice voting. Or maybe they did. And just to since they, it was a surprise. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Because they, they, they must have speculated this might mean that the eviction is canceled. And if I'm Monty and I think that Taylor is coming for me, uh, if she stays, I'm going to talk to Taylor and try and settle it, knowing that she has a very good chance of staying at this point. Granted, he's already done that and he just doesn't trust that it's settled. But uh, I, I guess I would assume that he would try harder. Um, but who knows? I just don't trust Monty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor winning the HOH uh, would be like the classic Big Brother story of the oh, yeah. week one nominee coming off the block and winning uh, the HOH. Uh, that would be, you know, uh, peak Big Brother. Yeah, I know you referenced it earlier, but her reaction to her staying, I, I was a part of the camp all week that was like, get Taylor out of that house. Just get Same. her out of the toxicity. <laughs> Let her not have to deal with that anymore. But the the joy she had and tears that she had of just like relief and just so happy she wasn't going home. It's like, if you want to be there, I want you to be there. She wants so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she shot. Had, now she, she has had a, her she has game face on. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, talk about what would Janelle do, right? Uh, <laughs> win that HOH. Um, just also uh, something I remembered is that uh, not only did Monty seem like he didn't have a ton of urgency in the HOH competition. But also I noticed when it was announced that uh, the Taylor Terrence vote was canceled, um, you know, Terrence and Monty like really celebrated hard. Now, obviously that, you know, Terrence was safe, but Terrence was already going to be safe. Um, And, you know, they both kind of wanted jazz uh, Taylor gone. Um, So, you know, would they have been that happy? I don't know, unless they had already figured something out. Uh, But again, that's who knows. Okay. Um, question from Avery about uh, how will the current alliances change uh, with Paloma's exit? Uh, we talked through the uh, Mama slash Bleep Alliance. Uh, are there any other major alliances that uh, Paloma was a part of? Because of the situation over the last few days, things have kind of people have already kind of prepared for mm-hmm. a lack of Paloma. Um, I don't think it will shift things too much. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, um, I, I don't think it'll make any major changes. I think the bleep Alliance is the biggest one. If they decide to replace Paloma, other than that, things have kind of moved on already. Okay. Um, this is a question from Hunter Long. With tonight's episode actually live, no live banner. I saw yeah, that, uh, hamster watch had noticed that as well. Uh, today, uh, no live banner. Uh, do we think that if look, this is the only thing I'll say. Um, if this wasn't live, uh, yeah. and they had a chance to sort of clean this up, uh, you know, what are we even doing? 
I, yeah, that's what I said. I did yeah, see a live banner though. Uh, it later did. At one point, it bleeped. It came on. I think, especially that ending. There's no way that ending isn't live, given how much mm-hmm. urgency and Julie's at the end, just like, all right. And remember, we're up in the house. Sorry, bye. Yeah. Like it was very much like you're rushing through it. So I think it was live at the end of the very right. Also, uh, we do have a uh, good, uh, a, a pretty much a precise uh, accounting of where Julie was all day, based on the exit all the interviews that she was doing. So mm-hmm. this wasn't like that. They were filming big brother at, uh, you know, 11 AM this morning. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Julie was, uh, you know, very much, uh, you know, uh, giving interviews and following, uh, reactions to interviews, uh, seemingly. So, um, uh, you know, busy day for Julie Jen movements. Yes, for sure. What was her sign off tonight? Let, Love, love one another. Love, okay. Yeah. yeah. Love one another. Yeah. I mean, uh, Julie was uh, talking quite a bit today about, uh, you know, uh, what it's like for the house guests. Talks about uh, giving more grace to the house guests and what a pressure cooker uh, it ultimately ends up being. Uh, and certainly uh, got uh, some pushback uh, from the uh, Twitter community about that. Yeah. I mean, she did call them hypocrites so mm-hmm. <laughs> she mm-hmm. pretty much came right for them <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yes um okay anything else about tonight's big brother or the day in big brother i mean, I mean it was yeah. interesting mm-hmm. yeah was i'll say it, it, it was it was interesting and and uh i want to also thank our audience here live uh, this is the biggest live audience we've had for any podcast ever on uh, Robin's podcast. Oh, uh, oh boy. Uh, awesome. Almost uh, 7,000 people here uh, with us live after the episode. So uh, oh, really, yeah. Thank, thank you to everybody here. Uh, it's an hour later. So I uh, appreciate everybody uh, staying up late with us uh, and joining us. And of course, uh, make sure to hit the subscribe button and join us uh, every time. Robin's website.com slash BB24 for the podcast link as well. So, uh, hey, we're almost at 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, If everyone here subscribed right now, we like we'd almost get there. If the plaque is coming, Rob, the plaque is coming. coming. We got a spot for it behind us. Uh, Yeah. Asia, anything else about uh, the day in Big Brother? I, I'm ready for the feeds to come back. I had gotten so accustomed to the feeds all day, every day that the feeds being off was kind of weird today. Not going to lie. Yeah. So. I mean, do we think at all, is it possible that uh, maybe there is a little bit of a reset in the house uh, without Paloma? Taylor stays. Is it is it possible that we could be potentially uh, starting a new season of Big Brother today? (sighs) If only. I know, like I could hope, but with with what these people have, the things that have come out of their mouth <laughs> so far, what we've witnessed, I was like, literally, my first thought was when I heard that Paloma was gone, I was like, they are going to find a way to think that if Ta- Taylor had never quote unquote, it was Taylor's died, fault, yeah, yeah, that this had some like, oh, she would have never had to be so stressed and stayed up all night if uh, Taylor hadn't lied to Monty. Hmm. But I, 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 I hope that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I mean, I think we can all agree. Best case scenario is that Taylor wins this HOH yes. and like that would definitely help reset 
the current sort of like social standing in the house, which would be, I think, a very good thing. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you know, a lot has been said this past week about how the first HOH sets the tone for the rest of the season. These last couple of seasons, the live movement has caused the HOH, the first HOH to have one week of rain. And the older ones had a couple, you know, longer reign. I feel like everything that happened this past week, combined with whoever wins the HOH, 100%, we could see a whole new season before our eyes. But also within those seven, there are some people who, if they win, we could potentially see the same season that we saw last week continue. Yeah. So it's in the it's in the year right now. Tonight's feeds are going to answer a lot of questions. And I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm nervous. All the emotions. But... That is what makes it a Big Brother season. I also so we'll wonder on this day with no live feeds, uh, what's our, I, I wonder if maybe uh, there might have been uh, some other discussion had uh, with the house today. Uh, and I think that the clue will be if like there's any discussion about what happened today, uh, if we cut from the feeds uh, about any discussion about what was going on uh, during today. I, I would I would hope so. But again, going pessimistic here, given Julie's responses to these interviews today, you know, if that's in any way reflective of how the producers are feeling about the show, which I have to imagine it's got to be pretty close. Um, I don't think they see much wrong with what's happening in the house right now. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know if they would think that they should speak to the house guests, let alone what to say if they did. The only thing that I would say is that um, just because Julie may not be in the loop on what's happening doesn't mean that it could, you know, that it seems like that you know, we've read a bunch of interviews like that Julie doesn't even know what the twists are going to be. Uh, from Certainly week possible. Yeah. It just her like her her point of view seemed very aligned with how they edited the show, which makes sense because right. she's probably watching those episodes. But also like she gets her information, I assume, from production. So. I mean, again, like knowing that Julie's doing interviews, if I'm production, I'm going to make sure she knows the relevant information or at least what I think is relevant information. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about uh, what is to come uh, here on the podcast. And of course, uh, we are going to be back uh, with the BB Q&A for the patrons on Friday. In addition to Taryn, every morning, uh, we will be back on Sunday night for a recap of the Big Brother episode where we will find out about the new HOH on the show. Uh, be sure to join us then and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast uh, to not miss a beat. Okay. Um, we had a great conversation with Aza from BB23 and the challenge yesterday uh, and uh, was a lot of fun. We did that uh, during the day. We were live with the patrons of Rob is a podcast uh, and dropped the podcast yesterday. And Aza had uh, a lot of great commentary about everything that was going on in the house. In addition to uh, her own experience, I really recommend you check out our conversation with Aza uh, up at robinswebsite.com. Um, got the chance to watch a really fun new show. Uh, it's called Claim to Fame. It's on ABC and Jenny Autumn and I watch the premiere because we uh, often enjoy talking about terrible reality shows. Uh, the twist was this was actually uh, really good. Puya, it was uh, it was giving masked singer. Yes. Yeah, so I heard the the positive reviews, not only of the podcast, of course, but also like the show is good question mark. I believe you tweeted something like that potentially. So I checked it out. 
I thoroughly enjoyed myself. The pacing right. was good. It was about 45 minutes. It wasn't too long. It was funny, dare yeah. I say. Yeah. Um, who yeah. knew? There's Taren, a new show in town. I'm not sure it would be for you. You have to not only um, like uh, you know, know who celebrities are, but you have to mm-hmm. then uh, try to guess who their relatives are. I mean, I'm a celebrity expert. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. you Rob, don't think you, I'd be into that. Did you that. find out today? Uh, Taryn does not know who Aunt Becky is. Uh, yes, uh, uh, that, yes. Yeah, I learned. I learned. Uh, yeah, two shows that Taryn uh, has never heard of uh, this week: Full House and The Today Show. I'd heard of The Today Show. I just like I uh, you know, never watched it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've also heard of Full House. Okay, I just haven't heard of. On. Somebody was asking me that uh, in the off season, could uh, we get Taryn to recap an episode of Full House? <laughs> I mean, it's about sure. people living in a house. I mean, it's like if you uh, like the show, you probably won't like my commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe right. I'll like Have it. Mercy, Taryn. Okay. All right. Uh, then last night, the challenge USA was back. Uh, I had an exit interview this morning. Uh, Brian Cohen joined me to talk to the latest pair. That was out on the challenge. I won't uh, say who that was in case you didn't see the episode, but uh, interesting. You've been living under a rock. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Interesting exit interviews as well. I will have uh, exit interviews all season long on the challenge USA as well. And then be sure to join Brian and Allie for a full recap of the episode. And that's in our challenge podcast feed. Go to robinswebsite.com slash challenge feed for that. Of course, uh, Puya joined us uh, this week over on Nothing But Netflix to talk about a little show called How to Build a Sex Room. Okay. Uh, a what? <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, a, 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 like a bonus room. A bonus room. What's a yeah. bonus room? Uh, extra, what are you doing there? Extra room. A uh, pleasure yeah. manner, Karen. A pleasure manner. Yeah, kind of like, you know, in the, yeah. like the a seasons that they pad. had like a secret room in the Big Brother house? Oh yeah, yeah, and then like mm-hmm. April and Molly would go into it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. I gotcha. right. yes, yes. But this is kind of like if like uh, Jackson and Holly went into it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, yes. Stool or no stool? Yeah, uh, stool. Many, many stools. stools. Many yeah. stools. Yeah. Ch- Chappelle and I got to talk about that show, and Puya joined us over on the latest Nothing But Netflix. I had a good time. Yes. Surprisingly, okay. uh, yeah, very. Well put together show. I was expecting it to be a lot more. We're joking about it, but I was like, they really, you know, they did something serious. Take it serious. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Puya, uh, what happened uh, this week on 90 Day Fiance? Uh, A lot happened, Rob. We are still in the middle of this season. Uh, We're getting closer to the end. There was a lot of fun storylines that occurred. Liana came back with me for second week in a row to talk about it all. This week, Rob, was a big week in 90 Day Fiance because the cast for Happily Ever After, the next season of 90, got released this week. Yeah. I am not ready. Um, It's going to be a lot. So Mm -hmm. uh, stick around with me. I will be talking about that, of course. And I've been covering Love in Paradise at the end of the 90 Day podcast. So you have that coverage, too. A lot going on on Hot Mess Express. All right. Uh, be sure to uh, check that out in our wrap ups feed or go to robinswebsite.com slash 90 day uh, feed. And then Asia, I know it's a brand new season of Married at First Sight and uh, you and Jason are back. Yes, we are back to talk about season 15. It is in San Diego. Never heard of it. These people oh, meet their spouse. That's where Taryn lives, Asia. Yeah. Can I, am I, can I be on this show? 
Well, you have to meet a stranger at the altar and get married to them. So if that's how permanent is this marriage? Only eight weeks long, and then you can at <laughs> minimum tie it up. Easy. Most people do. They that's uh, shorter than a Big Brother season. <laughs> exactly. I um, mean, that's kind of like how Taryn is with the Big Brother cast. It's like oh, yeah. you never saw these people. Now you're married to them. You live with them every day. <laughs> <laughs> he spent. You spend more time with the Big Brother cast than these people. Yeah, spend with each other. But yeah, it's already off to a good start. We're on episode two. That episode, that podcast episode, is out. We recorded it couple hours ago um and uh yeah we are having a good time talking about it you don't even have to watch the show to enjoy the podcast so so just go check it out on the yep. love it first sight feed yep uh join uh asia and jason every week uh go to uh rob's website.com slash maths feed right uh or first sight feed or first sight i think feed. both work both will both work. work okay and i make right. a suggestion to change it to quick maths i feel like that would be great asia you get the reference, Asia? I oh, I should have muted. Oh, I regret everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the wrong panel for this. <laughs> Big shot. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. And of course, uh, you can get even more big brother coverage of everything in bb24 when you become a patron of rob as a podcast i kicked off the slop uh this week with jenny autumn we'll be back again on uh monday for more slop uh that'll be live uh for the patrons on monday night i told you about the call-in show uh with taryn on fridays uh not to mention uh, everything we do uh with the patron five for five and our patron community that's all at rob's website.com uh slash patron all right and of course make sure you subscribe to rob as a podcast rob has a website.com slash subscribe for links to all of the shows uh that we're talking about really appreciate everybody who has subscribed here early on uh that uh rhap and big brother are we're in the uh top five after shows uh over in the uh apple podcast store this week so thank you so much for that all right uh Puya, anything else coming up for you um currently other than the podcast we've highlighted no on that front but you can find me on twitter at puyaism for anything that comes up there i am live on twitch two three times a week i host a weekly lobby where i get a bunch of our friends here some on this panel even and we play a goose goose duck on sundays it's big brother season so we will be playing at 2 p.m eastern for the sundays this summer and yeah we have a good time so check us out come through say hi of course okay all right Puya, great having you back here tonight uh, Asia, anything else coming up for you? Uh, no, that's it. Just talking about Married at First Sight. On that uh, Love at First Sight feed, y'all could also find Love is Blind coverage and The Ultimatum. Um, so Mary Kukowski and I covered both of those shows. So definitely go check that out. Subscribe to the feed and you can get all these like weird marriage love shows in mm-hmm. one. Um, and uh, just follow me on Twitter at Asia like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A, like A-S-I-A. Okay, Asia. Oh, and then Pepper's party. Yeah, so I was gonna say that are we gonna get any pictures this weekend? Should we follow on on Instagram to make sure we get uh the updates on the party? You know, in case I mean I'm Asia like the continent on Instagram, but if you don't want to go over Instagram, I will post some of her party pictures on Twitter as well. Is there a theme? It is. It's Pepper's pool party. Okay, pool fest. <laughs> Pepper's pool fest. <laughs> pool fest. Uh, pool festy. Okay, uh, but she yes. has a bikini that my mom, her grandma, you know, uh, bought her. I hope it's tasteful. Yeah, it, I hope she's not going to be flaunting mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. or anything. She's not, yeah, she's not going to be hanging out with all the guys and sitting on <laughs> okay. the table. Yeah. She's she's a girl's girl. 
right? She's a girl's girl. Yes. All right. Uh, And then Taryn, what is coming up for you? Well, of course, there will be an update tomorrow morning uh, because uh, we do expect some feeds tonight. And even if there weren't feeds tonight, we would go live tomorrow morning. Less than 12 Uh, hours away. Of course. Um, Oh, yeah. I hope you have the coffees on. Listen. Got my bang energy drink I'm banging out right now. Bang. I warned him about bangs. Those are so strong. So Puya might be awake until the update. Asia, if oh the feeds come on and they're great, I will brew a coffee after this. I'm not oh kidding. Boy. Oh my God. We'll see. <laughs> this is what Puya does to himself. We, we need to stage an intervention at some point. <laughs> Listen, I did a 24 hour stream. I'm building more this. nuggets, less this. caffeine. That's what we no, need. Uh, <laughs> That'll put you to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would. I would take the longest nap. Like it would definitely. I would mm. not be able to watch feeds at that point. Mm. Well, you can also find me, of course, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, watching the episodes live with all of you. Uh, in particular, if you did not catch my stream tonight where I watched the uh, eviction episode where there was no eviction, then you may have missed the investigative journalism. Yeah that I did at the end of the stream to uh, really get to the real truth about confetti gate, not the truth that they will tell you about, but the real truth. Yeah. Find it there. Taryn's blowing up the footage. Okay. Mm. All right. Truth Thank is you. out there. We'll set you free. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Sheeple. you all for joining us. This was a really fun uh, recap of the episode tonight. Hope you're all doing uh, great and uh, we will see you again soon. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. 